Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Maxim Shalopa and David Tooney. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. Patrick Gorin, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you got it. So what I love is like um, a lot of times with the podcast, you know, I know the students might be juniors or seniors, and so they've been around, and I at least know of them and things like that. But Patrick, until this moment, I would have no clue what you look like going through the halls. Like I wouldn't just wouldn't know, even though I've heard your name now a little bit. I just had no image of you or like, so I mean, so I don't know really much of anything about you, but I can tell this from your hair. You're a swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> How's it been? <laughs> so just if you could maybe introduce yourself to us and to, to anyone who's listening. And yep. um, yeah, so I know you're a freshman. I, I can tell you're a swimmer, but yeah, yeah tell us more. Uh, well, my name is Patrick Gorin. Um, I'm currently a freshman and this is my first year at Spring Lake High School. Um, it's been a really fun experience. Um, I actually came from St. Mary's Catholic School. Cool. Yeah. So it's a much smaller school. Mm-hmm. And just coming to this bigger school where you have like multiple hundreds of kids in your class versus in eighth grade, I had a graduating class of four at that school. <laughs> there were four. So, wow. Yeah. So, that, wow. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a bit yeah, different. Definitely a lot more uh, social interaction at this school, but yeah. it was fun. Did you go to St. Mary's like through elementary school oh uh, yeah forever from forever. like preschool, preschool until eighth grade yeah yeah it's funny just today so i graduated from spring lake a long time ago <laughs> but i just had i was in communication with uh miss gregory miss miss sorry i Drew. know her as, i know her as trisha gregory you know her as miss suchecki oh yes i do remember her she teaches third grade English, right? Or, oh, oh, she teaches third grade. Yeah, okay, just okay. the whole thing. Sue Checky. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, I know a she's teacher. a beloved teacher. Then, oh, yeah, so definitely. I was talking to her today. Um, so, yeah, man, was that that transition from a class of four to a class of 200? Was it – you sound fine, good with it, even good, better, like, excited about yeah. it now. But were you nervous about it then? Um, I was actually pretty excited okay. about it back then. Cool. Um, I was definitely just looking forward to kind of just experiencing everything because I kind of didn't know like what it was going to be like. So just kind of going into a blind and being like, all right, I can't wait for orientation. We're going to get our classes. We're going to see who these people are and just kind of roll with it and have fun. Yeah, good for you. That's great. I I can only imagine like being a part of a a team, you know, like a swim team really helps also because on the swim team, right, you're with – people of all ages like you probably see swimmers every day I'm oh, getting, yeah. outside of practice i'm saying like in the halls is yeah. that right did you do anything in the fall like team wise um or? not really i always uh i originally i played basketball at saint mary's mm. and then i started swimming in seventh and eighth grade and i kind of just really liked swimming cool good and how about uh so like how about classes are any classes hitting you really well that you're liking a lot or uh yeah i really like uh, architecture with mr andres cool i think that uh, classes are really fun um i've always kind of liked drawing yeah um even like during middle school i used to like draw like during my classes and stuff yeah nice so uh it's actually just more like drawing out houses so i think that's really fun cool i've been enjoying that class a lot great do you have that this trimester yes. right now nice um, and did you find like um, 
in the, the, the transition again from that really small school to a much bigger, although it can get much bigger than us, yeah. of course. Did you find like, oh, it really, it, it sounds like it opened doors to other types of classes and other kind of ideas. So that's, it sounds like it's been a good transition for you. Yeah, it's been really fun. That's cool. Um, and who, who makes up your family? Uh, it's uh, my mom and my dad, mm-hmm. and then uh, my brother Benjamin, who's in seventh grade right now at St. Mary's. Cool. Okay, so seventh grader. And, um, but the, the reason that Maxim and I wanted to ask you here, or kind of to get this going, is because you and your family, someone has just recently passed away, is that right? Yeah. So who is that, and can you tell us like some of this story as we as we move along? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was my grandma on my dad's side, mm-hmm. and um, she had dementia. Okay. So she was suffering it from it for about eight years. So there isn't really a time that I can really remember her like talking yeah. a lot because I was very young. Um, so my grandpa, he was taking care of her for basically oh, wow. that whole time. And uh, it was really... Did they live in Spring Lake? Sorry, I mean, I want you to continue, but did they live... Like, did you see them um, frequently? Or? Well, we actually have, like, a lake house in Traverse City. Okay. And that's where they lived at the time. Okay. So we were seeing them, like, every weekend and stuff. Yeah, like, quite my, frequently. Uh, my parents were building uh, the cottage up there. Okay. So they were seeing them, like, all the time. They were very close to them, so... Okay, so... Okay, not, not daily or anything, but quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were, you were close to your grandparents. Yeah, definitely. Okay, got it. Um, okay, so grandma's dementia basically left her, because I know that it can, I mean, well, you, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I'm telling you, you have more experience with it than, than I do. Yeah. The, but her dementia showed up in just not communicating, not um, speaking? It was or? actually um, a lot of, like, memory So she couldn't really remember things. And then um, as it kind of went on, she started like not eating very much and it was hard to talk and things like that. Okay. So So she, she would speak to you, but it sometimes, so this is what I think of when I think of it. Cause I thought, I thought I'd heard you say, yeah, she didn't talk all that much, but my, my knowledge of it, very limited knowledge of it is (laughs) like, is like um, that a person will still speak but they're not making the historical yeah connection yeah it's mainly a memory that's the main thing yeah and was that showing up with you know her husband with your grandpa um no my grandpa was fine so it was mainly just him trying to take care of her yeah when uh sometimes he didn't really know how and it kind of just for a very long period of time and she was kind of just deteriorating that um like a couple years ago, we moved them to an assisted living because it was okay. kind of becoming too much for them. Uh, and then she died about a year ago. About a probably. year ago. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah. But it's the reason to ask you on the podcast, really, though, is because of your response to it. So do you want to tell our listeners, like, like how? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. You, yeah. You, tell us. It's pretty yeah. cool what Absolutely. you've done here. Um, so uh, as I've described... Um, my grandpa, he was working very hard trying to take care of my grandma, and he was sometimes kind of distant from us mm-hmm. because of how hard he was working with us. And we'd see him at, like, you know, gatherings and stuff, but, you know, he's got grandma there, and he's trying to take care of her. Um, so after she died, he felt kind of, like, lonely yeah, because uh, he'd been married to her for, you know, his whole life, yeah. and then she's gone, and it's kind of like, what do you do? So I actually reached out to him, and I started writing in these letters about all these different topics. So like nature 
and fear and life and death and basically just me trying to like give him my perspective on some problems yeah. that maybe like he didn't know how to deal with and it really like deepened our connection and after that like it was it was really great to see we were like talking more and over like family gatherings at like 4th of July um etc like we would all sit and like talk about the letters and he really it really deepened our connection with not only me but like our entire family he kind of like opened up and it was really great to see him like that because yeah. some of the people in my family including me hadn't really seen him like that since you know before my grandma started having dementia amazing so. my goodness and now now when you say opening up like opening up about caring for her or no more so like opening up just about his own adulthood and his own life journey or like how what do you um, when you say opening up like what did you see in him kind of everything just mainly about taking care of grandma mm -hmm. but also um about like his life mm -hmm. he'd start talking more about like his life and how we met her and it kind of helped him to i guess like grieve yeah but not so much in like a sad way yeah but more as just like being able to talk about her Amazing. and it was really great to see so these letters um, yeah. have, are now available for everyone to read. I mean, you've turned them. You, was it your grandpa? So I, I have a lot of questions oh, about yeah. this. Was it your grandpa's <laughs> idea about uh, they're published? We can read that. You have a book. Yes. You've published these letters to your grandfather in a book. Um, whose idea was that? How did, this, how did that idea come up even? Well, it was really when my grandpa, he started sharing them with his friends at the assisted okay. living center. Uh, okay. And he was like, it was funny. He was like, he only had one copy. So he was like printing them out and like sharing with his friends. And he's yeah. like, hey, uh, can I just like keep this? And he's like, sure. So uh, kind of like what we did as a family, they'd sit around and talk about it. And it's all these like older people, right? So they'll talk for like four hours about like <laughs> everything <laughs> and all these different things. <laughs> sure. And then... Uh, my they got grandpa. time. Got time. Yeah, to, they got tons of time to think and talk and yeah. wonder and and remember. I mean, that, yeah. gosh, yeah, that's the good stuff of life, you know. Yeah. Lucky, lucky them for having the time and 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 making themselves do it. So go ahead, your grandfather. Yeah. So then after that, um, he was kind of like, you know, like people have been asking me, like, oh yeah, I like like these single letters but like i'd like to have like all of them is there like something i can buy and we're like well no we're thinking about maybe getting it published and then it was just more people and more people and my dad he's a he's an eye doctor right. so he has a practice and mm -hmm. he was sharing them to his patients as well and Amazing. they're like wow this is cool can we have a book and we're like well we're thinking about publishing it so we're like all right let's just buckle down let's edit this thing let's get it published because a lot of people seem to want it so. seem to want it do you, yeah so can you do you, can you like put your finger on i mean how how old are you you're i'm 15, 15. okay yeah. so um can you put your finger on why so many people seem interested in letters to a grandfather yeah um well i always kind of thought like throughout while i was writing the book I did all these different topics, and what I really liked about them was that there was kind of a letter in there that could speak to everyone. Mm. So in total, there's about 19 letters in the book. Okay. So, like, I found that at least one letter in the book, people could tell a story, and then that would lead to another story and another story. And it really, like I said with my grandpa, it helped them open up. 
and it had the same effect on like all kinds of people and that's yeah. when people are like yeah we'd like to see the book so there's a connection in life and death right like yeah. we all are experiencing it in some in some way and i think yeah. at least for me it's like yeah i mean when we're we know what love is or we we felt it most of us right mm-hmm. have like felt what that is we've felt um sacrifice we've felt uh uh the pain of of loss of death and like it's just awesome that that you that you did that now so you said there are 19 letters yeah. in the book now did uh, we're all 19 first to your grandfather or did you write some specifically like for the book like what did that come did that idea yeah i'm curious about that like were they did they all begin as letters just to your grandfather or did the idea of the book come a few in and you're like hey let me write about you know these other topics um well i think originally i was kind of writing all of them to my grandpa yeah and then uh i kind of turned it more to the reader i guess during my editing yeah it was more just kind of uh turning it from like just little things like talking to him to like words like us so kind of just like it was the same thing but it was just like opened up a little bit more so that the reader could experience it while also like viewing our conversations yeah yeah that makes that makes sense um that you would need to change some of the language to have a broader you know audience i guess yeah Patrick, I'm curious about, like, the beginning of these letters a little bit. Can you take me, like, really carefully through that? So, so you, Grandma passes mm-hmm. about a year ago, and you'd not written a, a letter yet. No. At that point. No. Um, do you remember what spurred the first letter? Because I could imagine once you've written three or four, then it's like, oh, I'm having fun, and now I'll do five, six, seven... And yeah. I'll do 19. But I could imagine, like, especially for a young person, the the, the, the impetus to start yeah. is always like, I have an idea, but whatever, I'm busy with homework, you know? But for you, you actually wrote it. Do you, do you know what spurred you on to that? I think that it was really my dad. Okay. I think um, for, like, a while, like, even before, like, one time my grandpa was in the hospital, and he was like, you know, you should, like, write him something to make him feel better. And I wrote about this really nice story that we still have about uh, a Christmas that we had as a family. And my grandpa, he always just really loved my writing. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I was in middle school, like, I would, like, write these little, like, assignments. Like, we'd have to do, like, a like a history assignment or something yeah. and, like, a story. And I'd write him these stories, and it would, like, make him cry and stuff. Yeah. So I guess he always really liked my writing do you remember that like could you tell us a little bit of what happened at this christmas story yeah yeah, um, what was that it was actually the uh it was the first christmas that he wasn't like at his house we would always spend christmas um up near traverse city Mm -hmm. um at their house and the whole family would get together and stuff Mm -hmm. um but then once they moved to the assisted living um they like got rid of the house and then moved there um, so the first Christmas was really just kind of like an homage to all the good memories that we had while we were there and just kind of like all these little fun things like about like the family and like jokes we would have because uh, with like my cousins and my brother yeah. and uh, I'm one of like the youngest cousins in my family. Okay. So that was always a really fun dynamic. We got like like me and I'm like nine years old and then we got like these like 15, 16 year olds. So you always <laughs> like you look up to them and you're like, hey, what are you doing? And you're like probably following him 
them around more than they should. Yeah, yeah. Were they beating you up or yeah. wrestling you or yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, stuff, stuff like that. that. Yeah, picking yeah. on you. Uh-huh. Um, so like I said, uh, my grandpa he always really liked my writing. Yeah. So I think my dad was kind of like, you know, you should like write him some letters to try to like make yeah. him feel better. And I'm like, okay. So I remember I was sitting down at my desk on my computer and I was just writing down topics that I think would be cool. And I'm like, okay, like nature, that's a good one. That's broad. I could probably do a lot on that. Uh, life and death, that's a really good one. Friendship, waking up and falling asleep. And then hmm. I kind of just, it was one summer where I was basically just sitting on my bed writing. Cool. And it was a, it was a really fun experience because I would do like, sometimes like three four letters a week yeah cool. and we'd go up to our lake house a lot yeah. so it was basically like one letter a day for the whole summer yeah and it was just really fun yeah do you have a, a personal favorite letter like that you're like oh this one you know out of the whole book now at this point book yeah. that you have one that just hits hard for you that you that you know it just feels like it's particularly connected or that other people are connecting to it or yeah i'd say that uh my favorite letter is definitely time tell us about it um time it was basically um how a lot of times you know when we're uh, when we're doing something fun time mm-hmm. seems to go really fast mm-hmm. and when we're doing something boring um time seems to go really slow yeah. that's pertinent in school for a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i kind of just wrote about that and how it kind of connects back to my experience in eighth grade. Yeah. I felt like I took a lot of my middle school for granted. Mm. And then by the time I, I was in eighth grade, I was having a lot of homework mm-hmm. and less time to like swim with my friends and my family and stuff because I was focused on homework. And that's kind of the whole thing about the letter is to kind of make time slow down, just cherish every moment. Yeah, and cool. that's kind of the whole thing about time. It was just cherish every moment and then uh, certain moments are going to go slow, certain moments are going to go fast, but if you cherish all of them, then they'll all kind of go at the same pace. You go at the same pace. You can, yeah. yeah, slow that down. Great, man. Um, yep. Do you, so, I mean, how are the sales going? I mean, <laughs> I, in some way, it's like, like, who cares, right? The process of, of writing a book and publish is it self-published or yes, did you it's fi- self-published. okay yep mm, that makes sense so actually yeah. actually patrick um just you know like i've published uh, two books in my oh time. you did yeah. we can cut this out because i'm not that i'm not i don't really care yeah they're over on my over over there a little oh, bit oh wow so one thing is like co-authored by students actually and then oh that's cool one, and then another one is uh but they you know they got usbn or the uh yeah. SBN numbers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Would okay. that be the writing rest I'd line elevate empathy? That would be. <laughs> yeah. I have to read those. Uh-huh. Oh, that's yeah. fun. So, yeah. anyway, it's kind of cool. But yep. self publishing is awesome. Like, you can immediately make it accessible. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to ask this question. It sounds like an ending question, and maybe it is, but it doesn't have to be. But, like, mm-hmm. where can people buy it? Have you talked to local um, booksellers? Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Well, the main place that you can buy it is on my website, okay. um, which is letters2grandpa.com Great. with the number two. Okay. And um, I always like hold like cards in my pocket, so I like hand them out to people. Yeah. And I show them my website, cool. and yeah, that's where they can buy the book. And there's like deals and stuff where like if you buy four, like you get like a certain percentage off. Great. And yeah. 
Great. And you just run that out of your own your own house, more or less? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. kind of ship the, ship the books that way and yeah. do all that. So good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, are people picking them up? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, recently, um, at the assisted living place that my grandpa was at, yeah. um, the owner um, actually bought 100 books. Amazing. Um, he actually, like... He just ran into him at a bank. He's like, hey, Jim, what's up? And he was, like, <laughs> talking to him. And he's like, you know, my son wrote this book. So he went, and we, like, negotiated a deal. Awesome. It, it was really cool. Um, and then I actually went there and did kind of like what we're doing now. I yeah. signed books and uh, gave a little speech and talked and read out stuff to them. And it was really great uh, seeing, like, my grandpa's, like, friends and stuff. Like, His they're pride. like, oh, yeah, they're like, I remember this last year when he was handing out all the letters. I have one framed in my room. Oh. And just, like, <laughs> stuff like that. And it, it was just really great to hear how these letters had just, like, touched so many people. And I'm like, yeah, they can touch even more people. So. Yeah, words are words are uh, powerful, aren't they? Yeah. So, like, because I could imagine, I mean, just to encourage you, like, I, trying to reach out, to, like, that's a, a place where... You know, especially if at your grandfather's place, if it got people talking around coffee tables and stuff like, yeah, putting that at other assisted living homes and trying to get a few of your books there. I think that that's a really smart, you know, place to do that. Um, yeah. 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 I think that that's probably a, a really wise place or a good move. So, well, it's it's exciting. I mean, the words had to you, you must have been interested in writing for a long time. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. I mean, okay, so writing is something you enjoy and mm-hmm. you like to do and want to craft and, and have been doing since you were little, right? I, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're not writing this to your grandfather thinking these big thoughts if you're not a writer, frankly. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's what's... Yeah. what I forget the exact um, like phrase, but it's something like, um, you know, we need... We need math and science um, to live, but it's English and words and history that we live for. You know, some, something, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but it's something like that. And mm-hmm. I think it seems to me like you're really embodying that. That's awesome. Um, gosh, Patrick, yeah, go ahead, Maxim. I mean, because I'm, I'm wondering what other parts of the story, yeah. but please, Maxim, ask a question. So then is then writing and publishing what you want to go into in the future outside of high school, or what the, what's the pathway? Yeah. Um, I'm really not sure. I definitely really enjoy writing, and the publishing process was very fun. So I think if maybe I can have uh, some more successful books in the future, um, yeah, that's definitely something that I'll think about. Cool, so, cool, yeah, yeah do, it, do it, that's awesome. I mean, keep it a, as a, yeah, like you said, a, as a possibility, I think it'd be really neat, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. Maxim, is there anything else that we're missing out on before our last question? Mm-hmm. Or Patrick, is there anything that you're like, oh, well, I would hope to, I did, could talk about. How, how's your grandfather now? Oh, uh, he's doing very well. Is he doing well? Yeah. And, and is the assisted living home up in Traverse City? Or no, is it, he it's closer? actually, um, it's by his hometown of Rochester. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of near Detroit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the I area. I know where that is, yeah. yeah. Great. You still get to see him uh, oh, occasionally. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It Good. was actually um, where my dad grew up. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's kind of gone full circle. He went up to the top of the peninsula, and now he's all the way back down to Rochester. Yeah, so. good. That's good. That's great. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, is there anything that you're wondering about that, or that you kind of hoped to talk about? Um, 
maybe a little bit about the publishing process. Yeah, sure. Um, that was something that was uh, I found was sometimes very frustrating. Of course. But very rewarding. Um, one of the things that I found was very annoying was the cover. <laughs> the cover was very interesting. Um, yeah, I was, did you have an artist or did you? No. You, okay. Uh-huh. So uh, we ended up getting a formatter to do the inside of the book. Yep. And uh, she kind of dropped the ball on us. Uh, okay. So she she kind of just like copy and pasted it in there. So in the end, I ended up having to like do it myself. Oh, shoot. So okay. for the cover, I was like, no, I'm just going to do this myself. So I did it. And the sizing was always wrong yeah and it was always off by like four pixels <laughs> and it's like no we will not accept this image i'm like what's going wrong and that took like multiple weeks to figure out and then when we'd get a, a copy like sent from us that was like a test copy we're like oh it's not centered i guess it's we off. have to mm-hmm. move the image again and it was, like, <laughs> it was literally just throwing darts at a dartboard oh no let's change it a little bit move it a little bit to the right and it's uh-huh. like that was definitely frustrating but i'm really happy with uh, how it turned out and i think that the uh, the hard work was definitely very worth it yeah so. i mean if if i can say so it's like it's like the hard work stinks we love it for it to be easy but yeah. the hard work is often the thing that makes it rewarding oh, it's yeah, like definitely. i worked really hard to make this look good and it does you yeah know? yeah that's great Hey, do we have a copy yet in uh, in our own media center? Do you know? I don't think we do. We need to make that. I'll buy a book from you, and so we can okay. get it in the library. We need you. to get it in the library. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. People could uh, could read it. Yeah, yeah I we, can give you a card. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it for sure. So, um, Maxim, you want to get our our infamous last question? Oh, alrighty. <laughs> so, have you ever listened to this chair chair before, Patrick? Uh, I've heard a couple of the episodes. I heard oh. the Mister Sin one. All right, so you kind of oh, yeah, coming. <laughs> so, at the end of each and every ev- episode, we like to ask our um, interviewee um, for a little bit of advice. So, if you could tell um, anybody any piece of advice, what would that be? Ooh, um, I definitely think that if you have an idea, even if it seems kind of like a stupid idea, um, sometimes just going with it um, is really important. Uh, because it was just this idea, like, maybe I should write a letter to my grandpa. And now, like, a year later, it's a book. So hmm. I guess chase your ideas and uh, kind of embrace the hard work along the way as just kind of, like, it's going to be more rewarding when it's done. So Awesome. Patrick, man, what a what a treat to get to meet you. Um, yeah, I'm excited for what you can do even while you're here in, in high school and, uh, and, of course, beyond. So thanks yeah. for being here. We'll yeah, get thank that you. Out. Link in the description in uh, SoundCloud. So go check it out. Yeah, no oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah, well, no doubt. We got to push the uh, website around a bit. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, that's the best place that. to find it, right? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. It, one more time, it's... Uh, uh, letters2grandpa.com. With the letter 2 for yeah, 2. Yeah, with the number 2. And uh, one other thing two. is um, a portion of the proceeds go to the Alzheimer's Association as well. Sweet. So um, also just helping more people like my grandma. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks, Patrick. All right. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at The Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, theshareChairPodcast.com. 
This has been the Shared Share Podcast. Until next time.